head underwater. What? That, that was beautiful. Are you going to tell me to breathe easy? Are you going to tell me to breathe easy? Breathe easy for a while. For a while. Don't stop. Breathing is harder. Even I know that. Oh yeah, good? you're underwater. I love her, man. I miss her. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Science of Pokemon. I'm Veteran Lucas. We have Cameron and Chris. Hey, Fisherman Don. Howdy ho. And uh, Collins, <laughs> our new lead singer. Not Sarah Bareilles. I am. I am not Sarah Bareilles. <laughs> Clearly. Okay. All right, guys. So on today's episode, we're gonna cover a topic. We kind of miss Valentine's Day, but in my opinion, love is for every day. We're talking about love. We're Wait, talking about even on Arbor Day. Even Arbor Day, it's about love. For, tree Arbor love Day. for the trees. Tree love. Okay. Most powerful okay. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, give me a second because I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Uh, what about Labor Day? You love love the unionization of workers and having time off. And you got me. And also grilling. It. Yeah, grilling. That's that's what Labor it, Day. That okay, there is a grilling day. Passover. Dude, Passover. You love not being killed by the Holy Spirit. Isn't that what Passover's about? Being passed over? No. I watched Prince of Egypt one time a long time ago, and it was very good, but that's all I know about Passover. <laughs> enough. Enough. Okay, let's get back. Yes, we're, we're talking about. I'm sorry to everyone. <laughs> we, the, today's episode is going to be about animals and some of the differences that the Pokemon world has. I am going to put this notice right here at the beginning. We know I have some, we have younger fans and we love you guys, but we're going to be talking about reproduction. And if your parents aren't I mean, cool with that, we're not going to be like graphically. No, we're not. We're going to try it's <laughs> reproduction. We all got here that way. But if your parents aren't cool with it, you check lie. With them. My parents would never do that. <laughs> Listen, dude, I got to cover our butts. Kids, check with your parents. After you're done with that, come back and listen to this catchy jingle. Cue the music. <laughs> All right, y'all want to do Pokemon or actual science first this let's time? Just do science. Let's just, let's just go. All right, so this was, um, so fun fact about me. Uh, my little brother actually works at a, um, medicinal marijuana grower in um in florida and so one you of the... hippies and your lack of jobs <laughs> <laughs> no no he actually it's one of the biggest growers in like the state so he actually does really good work and it is medicinal and legal so he's he's good at what he does and he sent me this paper which i thought was just oh joy he sent me some dumb meme because he's my brother but apparently there was a paper studied by cornell that bee communities were actually helping with the landscaping and pollination of marijuana plants. And not only that, but the bees were actually thriving on it. So well, it I was mean, actually... A, hemp plants tend to be more hardy too. They don't like... So, but here's you know, the weird thing. There's no nectar in those plants. No. Marijuana doesn't produce nectar, but the bees are still going for it and they carry tons of pollen. It's actually had a much higher yield in the crop, but... At first, I was skeptical, like, "Oh, we're just helping the European you know honeybees." They like, they like, they like the good old oils. Yeah, the, the, I <laughs> mean, there was that, there was that study where they gave a bunch of bees cocaine, and they found that like they did like party. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I they're think these bees really are just really CBD. cool guys. CBD. 
Look, all I'm saying is like it wasn't just like it, it wasn't just European honeybees. That's what I thought. Like it's actual local bees are finding interest. We're it's all not about just those the... dang dirty Europeans. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, I mean like kind of. We kind of only like when people say save the bees, they don't realize that there's more than one species of bee. Like no there's way. tons of them. There's and like drill. most people don't There's Despequeen. There's tons of them, and bee drill isn't a bee; it's an evil abomination of a hornet. But it's it's still really cool that these things you would never think of these things correlating. So that's my science news. Get to the polka bank and how wait, awesome it is. Wait, but what about what about our favorite pangolin? Oh right. So there was a news story. This connects to the coronavirus, and this is again, and the I'm going to emphasize this enough. Maybe slightly uh, responsible for the coronavirus. Maybe. That's the big one here. That's Everyone listening. We're going to say but, allegedly right but, well, now. I mean, we, there's, yeah, there's evidence that it, there's mammalian uh, evolution involved in this, like, you know, from the virus itself uh, and China's illegal trade of a lot of mammals. One of the oh, don't, ones oh is, no, it's plenty legal in China. It's everywhere else that's it's illegal. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, the influx of these things is, is, is high. So the current train of thought from what I've seen is that the pangolin scales that they were collecting transmitted the disease to the bats that they were also that were also in that transporting, which then connected to humans who then could consume them, which got that is one again, one theory of thought. And there are some I conservationists hope that's it. that would be hilarious. I generally hope it's not because if they find out, human reaction to when an animal carrying a disease is never good. But, 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 but we're talking about an animal that lives two continents or, you know, like a whole continent away from from China. Like Look, just, all I'm saying just stop, is in 19- stop shipping it in and you don't have that issue. In 1918, during the Spanish flu epidemic that wiped out 100 million people, at one point there was just a rumor that dogs carried the disease and the state of arizona started wiping out all their dogs i'm well, just saying I mean, look at new jersey and sharks i'm well aware of the history of animal you know of humans reaction to animals and that's and why i'm going with the maybe perceptions. yeah we we but we get I, through I this know. there's a little irony there though if it if it is that you're if it trait. is it then what is that line from the from the joker movie you get what you deserve i don't like, know it, i no, refuse to watch it no i just don't want any uh i just don't want anyone to hurt more pangolins that i just i want to no, keep them they're safe cute. they're such they're good they're boys cute, they're good man. boys they're and girls all right now wait, talk about news. The, yeah pokemon Don, bank pokemon bank what take me home friend guard clefairy <laughs> simple swoobat <laughs> no did you write that uh, just that was actually no one's using. Simple I'm using Swoobat. simple. I am using simple Swoobat, Okay, so Collins, you're out. It. He's the new lead singer. I got a sweet spot for Country Road. <laughs> Every human being does. It's yeah. So Pokemon Home came out, and I mean, I've been exploring. I I am a sucker for challenges. <laughs> like that's probably the thing that people are least excited about. But I love completing challenges in just about any form of video game that there is and seeing that pop up was probably the most exciting thing about it to me which might seem kind of lame but wait Chal- i didn't know what there was going to be up? challenges in it 
Yeah. Oh, all the little challenge things. Yeah, but like, like, what do you get out of them? Glory, self, that. glory, conquest. Yeah. Oh, I don't care then. I get I the sheer fact of seeing that I'm... check mark is just like, man, I prestige. get that. You get prestige. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Well, in any case, it did come out. I think it's awesome. I think it's really good. Like, I mean, the fact that I can literally just wake up every morning and wonder trade and like. I've been getting new Pokemon I never thought I'd get. The only problem I have is that nobody wants to give, give me a Mel Metal, and I'm very upset yeah, at that. that's the only thing I'm really looking for, too. <laughs> yeah, it's like the rarest Pokemon at this time, and no one's giving them out. Like, I think we just kind of have to wait until they end up in Galar, because we know it has the, um, the G-Max yeah. form. So, My yeah. uncle, who works at Nintendo, told me that there's a Mel Metal like, under every other car that's red in the game. <laughs> you just got to find it. Your uncle needs to be dragged to the street and shot. And just saying. Oh, come on. Don't do that. Uh, no, legit, though. Like, yeah, it's a great product. I'm happy with the service. Yeah, there were bugs the first few days. Uh, I mean, that was to be expected. A lot of them were from exactly what we said they were going to be. <laughs> like, kind of right on the dot. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's working pretty great now. We use the room trade and the Discord. That was cool. I like that feature. I think that's a fun feature. I honestly like the Yeah. I mean, even if you're one of those people like, well, I just need to use it to transfer. What if the month, the monthly fee is like $3. So you spend three bucks. Well, yeah. Move all home, your home is free for our bank is free for right yeah, now. Yeah. I, I haven't, I haven't paid for it oh, yet. I am still on the free mode and I'm doing just fine. Yeah. yeah I, I finally learned how many Pokemon I've, co I've collected after all these years. It's 1,111. Oh my so gosh, right dude. I literally had all 99 boxes in bank Holy filled. Man. What? <laughs> Jesus, man. Good Lord. What's wrong with I, you? I, 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 well, I have stuff all the way back from like Coliseum. <laughs> oh, dude, me too. Games. I got my umbrella from Coliseum. I don't, well, no, I have everything from Coliseum. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Everything. Back in the days, Coliseum. Back in the days, like random stuff from Coliseum and XD was like the before they instituted like the Pentagon rule in like Gen Six. Yeah. Like there was all sorts of weird, obscure things that you obscure, needed, like obscure moves that you can get in Coliseum only. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was great. It also was great. weird Japanese events because then who doesn't want to lose to Follow Me Magmar at your first event ever? <laughs> so cool. I'm dude. sensing so some cool. salt. Sensing some pain, and I don't think it should exist. No, it was, it was great. I mean, like, yeah, legit though. Like, there, I have so many things that I like transferred. Someone just gave me like a shiny Electivire, which is like one of my top Pokemon. It's like, oh yeah, I need it. Yeah, just this random. I think Pokemon. I have six boxes of shinies that I plan to give out. Yeah, no, it's it's a good time to be a Pokemon fan right now. And um, oh right. In a few days, they're leaking that new Pokemon that I think is oh, just wait. a giant. Can I, can I? I I have a theory about it's this. It's Incineroar. It's Incineroar with extra intimidate. I, That's my theory. So when I first saw that little who's that Pokemon thing, I obviously went some form of monkey. But then I started thinking of uh, different different aspects of it. And I don't know if you know about gremlins and how they're tied with the Royal Air Force. But yes. I'm hoping that yes. it's a gremlin oh, Pokemon that's some form of like steel and flying or steel and dark or steel fairy or just, I mean, if you see his claws, that is for, 
Oh, so, Ooh, steel fairy. Yeah, just like steel something. His cool. claws look like it's I'd for like ripping that. up the metal that gremlins did for the. Well, obviously gremlins aren't real, but there, there's all the jokes that the, <laughs> that they were like tearing up the planes during World War Two, and like those claws look like they're made for rending steel. What well, if what well, if he shape, what if he like shape changes if he gets hit by a water move? Like it's like a boost because like gremlins <laughs> don't get them wet. That's all I know. About <laughs> oh, oh on that note, let's move. You give on. him a berry after midnight, and he just starts uh, just turning. All right, we're moving on. Yeah, moving on. Let Let's talk about love. Let's just just talk about love. Talk about love. <laughs> All right, so I wasn't exactly as clear as I would like to be on the beginning of this episode. So this episode is going to focus on the male and female differences that a lot of Pokemon have. Like Wait, we're going to talk about love? We're going to talk about that time that Arbok fell in love? Well, that's the thing about love. Reproduction, at least for me, is the least interesting part. Like when actual contact is made, that's the least interesting part. How you select a mate how that process works is way more interesting. And one of you said it. Who said dimorphism? That was Don. Don is correct. Sexual dimorphism. The difference between two animals based on male or female. And these different... Yeah, I'm working with beta fish a lot right now. It's I don't know what it... Wait, 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 wait. wait. Male and female species are different? It... I mean, yes, they are. But all the times... Like, there are some animals like penguins who you literally need to take a blood test or watch them lay an egg to figure out if it's a male or female. All zoos and aquariums have to ban them right side for male, left side for female, in order to find out who's who. In other species, it's so drastically different that you would think it's a completely different animal, like the anglerfish. We didn't know yes. what the male looked like, but the females are the ones with the little doodly lights on the top. The male is this tiny, insignificant little fish that just bites on, gets absorbed into the female, and just becomes a bank of reproductive material. It just gets just slowly engulfed into the female. It is horrifying. And lantern has a lot of explaining to do because I I, I feel like we've only seen female lanterns, and I want to see the male. That one. took that took that took a weird turn. It's going to just be look like wishy-washy, but with, like, bigger jaws, but also more, like, sad. <laughs> How can wishy-washy look more sad? Anyways. Yeah. I'm not sure, but it will. <laughs> In 99% of the animal species, though, one of the biggest factors you find is that males are smaller than females. And this is um, surprising to a lot of humans, because for us, it's the opposite. In most cases, males are bigger than females, usually stronger. But the reason is... Mammal. I feel like in a lot of like mammals, it's like mainly a. Uh, I feel like most mammals groups, males tend to be bigger, but like everything else, it's females. Yes, and that is because of competition. That one percent is because whenever there's a competition in the mating selection, the males tend to be bigger, and we see this in um, in grouper as well. They break the fish trend of the females being the biggest, and the groupers. Protogynous raptors. Want to explain that term to the nice guests and me? So it basically means that all groupers start out female, and then when they once they start to reach a certain oh, size, yeah. they transition to male. Most fish, most fish that are hermaphroditic or sequential hermaphroditic is what the term is. Is typically they start female or they start male when they're smaller, and then they shift to female to produce more eggs. 
but groupers and members of their family do the opposite. The reason that females are going to be bigger in most cases is because they are the ones who are responsible for producing and maintaining the eggs. So they need not just the size to carry the eggs, but also the place to store more energy in order for them to move. And so that's the most notable uh, differences you'll find. And we'll be talking about a few of those ones in the episode, but competition a lot of times isn't always just violence. We assume that competition is just butting heads and hitting each other with rocks, but competition in birds specifically is who can dance better, who singing, singing who can, I can, who can or, build the yeah. best house or who just looks prettier. Yeah. It's just all about prettiest and a funny story in my, um, who can make me the best, who art. can make the best that I like that one. Our birds, our birds with, man. um, in my animal, um, behavior course I took in college. One of the things my professor showed us was what I like to call the, um, the peacock sexy scale and how it works is if the peacock is too sexy, he's super pretty. The girls love him, but his feathers are far too heavy and he's going to get eaten by something. So you're saying that he's so sexy it hurts? Yes, he's he's too sexy for this, <laughs> this world. <laughs> oh my god, uh, too sexy for Masha. <laughs> so sexy. Yes. But then the opposite is also true. If he avoids being as pretty as possible and tries surviving, he'll live a long life, but it'll be a lonely life because no one will love him. So he has to find. What? That's the balance. That's the sexy scale for peacocks. You have to find that balance of being good looking. And not being eaten. And that's uh, something that birds have to worry with a lot, especially male birds, because as you guys said, they're pretty. And when you're pretty, you stand out, you get turned into food. That's just kind of how it works. The females tend to look plainer, more boring. You see it a lot in ducks. The male wood duck is glorious, beautiful creature. And delicious. And, And delicious. But the females usually just... They're brown, a little white around the eyes, and they just kind of blend into the nest because they're the ones who are going to have to do all the work protecting the eggs. Now, but also delicious. Are female ducks not as delicious? They're equally delicious. Okay, just want to. Make sure. I'll, I'll but, say where where I grew up, we had a lot of cardinals, and I don't know if you've ever seen a female cardinal, but they like it's just stark contrast between male and female. Oh yeah, we get them in the winter down here. Yeah, and they're very brown. Yeah, it's it's like this brown, and then this like giant vibrant red popping up next to them, and it's the contrast is startling. It's it's pretty shocking. Um, and some birds they even use that as a means of saying health. For example, some males of certain bird species will eat specific berries that'll make them look redder. And that has been found to be a key selection for mating because somewhere along the line, eating those berries produces higher antioxidants and thus makes them healthier. Mm-hmm. And so the coloration isn't just a sign of health. In some birds, it's not a sign of just pretty. In some animal cases, it's a sign of, oh, you eat healthy. Yeah, we can actually have good offspring together, which I think is just really cool how evolution works through that mane. That's that also way. true with uh, with lions, with darker manes as opposed to paler manes. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Uh, they, yeah, yeah they, uh, female lions prefer darker manes. Yeah. Okay. just uh, Now, of course, not all things have to be pretty. There is violence and selection occasionally, and usually it's the filthy rule-breaking mammals. Uh, they are the um, ones who will have the antlers and the horns, and they are the ones who are going to typically use them for sparring. Now, horns can also be used for defense. Those stupid narwhals. Well, that's the thing. First off, narwhals is a tooth, not a horn. I know. But that. yeah, uh huh. But a tusk. It's, it's a spirally tooth. It's a spiral tooth. But um, with 
the males and the females when it comes to horns, if only the male has the horns, then it's for showing off to the girls. If it's male and female, then it's for defense. Uh, the best example of that last one, if anyone wants to look up what a sable antelope is, also known as the lion killer, uh, the males are they're, neat. they're terrifying. They look like demons. But the male has these is bigger. It has horns. And the female has horns, too. They're called the lion killers because they're the only antelopes that will literally kill a lion. Their horns are curved backwards, so that way they'll just swing their heads back if a lion jumps their butt, and then they just stab it in the face. They're terrifying. But it shows that horns can be used, not just for showing off. So with this all got out of the way, in Pokemon, they've been adding subtle differences like throughout the whole game. And that's what I wanted to go over. When was the first time they started? Was it, was it Gen 4 they started? I think it was Gen, Gen 2. Like, I was Gen, I'm pretty sure it was Gen 2. Gen 2 is when Was they, it oh, that far back? Okay. I remember there's one part with the Pokedex, though, you could like s- switch back and forth between male and female. I think that was Gen 4. Maybe or that they added there for. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've been doing this for years. And I think it's cool because they've added subtle differences that they might have just like, eh, just change Pikachu's tail to a heart. It'll be cute. But there are some of these subtle differences that are connected to real-world animals, and it's really cool. Shout out to, to Heracross. Oh, we, we'll get to him. He's one of the first on the list. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, knock it over to Heracross. I haven't even read the list, so look at that. <laughs> yeah. So as promised, let's get to our first Pokemon. Now, this one's going to be a bit different because instead of just talking about individual Pokemon, uh, we'll talk about individual features and Pokemon that share them. So first one I want to start with... Kind of like kind of like we did when we did um, Predator. Yes, exactly. So we're going to talk about horn size first. So these are Pokemon like Rhyhorn Line, Sea King, our boy Heracross, the Mammal Swine Line, etc. We're talking about horny Wait, 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 wait. Can I talk about the difference between uh, horns and antlers right now? Because it's going to bother me. You need to. I need you. Do it now. Okay, yes. So as a person who's, like, very into, like, outdoor things, you often – many people do – people hear – you'll hear people talking about, like, a deer having horns or whatever. Okay. If an animal loses it and grows it back, it's an antler. If it's a permanent – if it's bone that's, like, affixed to the skull, it's a horn. So deer have antlers like a uh, a mountain goat would have horns. Rhinos have horns. Also, antlers are really, really cool because growing them back. I think if I remember right, like an elk's antlers are like the fastest growing bone of any like mammal. I would actually I've seen the pictures of them losing it and growing it. It is um unpleasant. Actually, the same way you described well, the softshell turtle, uncomfortably fast. Yeah, that with like, and then there's the velvet when it falls off, and they're all like bloody and dangly. Also, uh, looks not great. Stop it! But this is like the most common thing the Pokemon Company does. The male gets a bigger horn, the female gets a smaller one. But if they both have it, that means that it's for defense. So the male having a bigger one, it might be one of those. It's for defense and for showing off. Uh, with Heracross. If they're, hey, ladies. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a, a female Heracross, if we're basing it entirely off the rhinoceros beetle, should not have. You know what they say. They don't need big it. Big horns. Yeah, they, the males have this massive horn for flipping each other. They're so violent. Japan has been using Yeah, that's what it's for. <laughs> yeah, Japan's been using them for gambling for centuries. Like, literally just put two beetles in a ring and bet on the one you think's going to win. It's a, 
Yeah, they climb the stick. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's crazy. But also, the other one that's weird is mammal swine because mammal swine, the male is getting these massive tusks, and the female is getting the smaller one. But I have a buddy of mine who works with elephants, and I was talking to him, and elephants have a matriarchal matriarchal society. Females, but mammoth swine's not an elephant; it's a swine. Ma- but it is it's built literally in the name. But it's built yeah, like a woolly it's mammoth. Also a mammoth. Yeah, it's a ma- it's mammoth swine. Yeah, but it, no, I got that. But it also has. You say also it's like a mammoth. Swine and, boar. <laughs> and swine and boar also have the tooth, but the males have the bigger ones. So yes. that would be that connection. Yes. But in terms of, yes. but for the elephant side of things, um, we've actually seen it where all the poaching is caused. So all of them have smaller tusks anyway. So that's just actually just something I wanted to add depressing. Um, if you do want to see a really good example in nature of horns that are just ostentatious and meant for fighting, look, look up a picture of a greater kudu in multiple literary sources. It is deemed to have the most handsome of all the horns. Like I, when I worked for Bush Gardens, we had to do a lot of research on the animals on the veld, and we were just checking multiple sources. This is the most handsome creature with horns on the planet. Like this. Wait, wait. There's an animal called kudu. K U D U. They're super yep. cool. The very the males are very pretty. Like they're just. Because for a minute I thought you said kudu. No, no, it's which would be an animal from the Star Wars universe, and I was very confused. I mean, like most of Star Wars creatures are based on real world critters at some point, but I. Uh, no, a kudu is a giant two legged thing with like yeah, it's it's ugly and. I mean, humans are giant two legged things, so I mean that counts. No, it's from Episode One. It's the thing that farts and Jar Jar Binks is like. Oh, yes. Yes. The great Uh, Chris, you had that thing about that turtle, right? The spikes on it? Uh, Well, so the the gentleman, one of the paleontologists who discovered the coal turtle is back in the news because he found a a bigger turtle uh, just recently and published about it. He's really into turtles. Uh, No, his name is Edwin Cadena, uh, Cadena, and I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, But there is a turtle uh, that was first talked about in 1976 and edwin and his team just found uh one of the most uh complete shells of it and what was interesting about it is that they found that the male shells had spikes right around the head of the turtle uh and the female ones did not have this so it ties back to what you were saying lucas where they are theorizing that this is for uh competition purposes or uh Yes. I hope that this conspiracy leads to like Gen Nine. Torkoal now has spikes on its head if it's a male. A spiky Torkoal. I'd be about that. I feel like to be clear, and this is it is a different turtle, uh, and I its scientific name I can't remember if it's the genus or not, but it's stupend stupendimus. Wow, <laughs> awesome. Uh, and and it is if the the cold turtle was the size of a smart car, this one's the size of a sedan. Ah. Uh. I love it. I love my giant totally uh, boys. And just side note, the that other cool great. thing that they found is they found the first jaw, uh, the first jawbone for this turtle. So they're able to uh, talk about its diet, which they hadn't been able to do so before. Very cool. Do you, do you think? Do you think they'd be cuddly? I don't. I mean, if you see the size of the shell, you don't want. From my personal experience, no, there's no cuddly turtle. Like they're all they're angry. Just, yeah, pretty much. Sea turtle is the angriest of them all. Next up, um, we had with so. This, I only found one Pokemon like this. So in the animal kingdom, occasionally males and females will get extra parts that aren't horns. There's things that will assist them in reproduction or selecting a mate. Extra parts, Lucas? So check this out. Steelix, uh, the males get an extra tooth, 
females don't. And I had to go through my animal knowledge and think of animals that had something similar because there are two reasons to have an extra body part like that. One is to increase your chances of mating. And the other is to use to fight off males to increase your chance in mating. Uh, female uh, sharks have actually developed something like that, although it's not as visible. Class they have breed. a strong... The, no, that's the male sharks. Oh. The, the male sharks have two claspers, which are two male reproductive organs. So they can actually, if they lose one in aggressive mating, they have a second one ready to go. The other animal that does something similar, and I think it's closer, is the male platypus. Does anyone know why male platypuses are venomous? They got a venomous spur on their foot. They do, and they use it to fight other males to get the curl. The pe- oh, I thought you were asking why they have it. Yeah, no, they, they have it just oh. to make sure that they can fight off other males. In fact, the venom is apparently so potent. Wait, so they're not, they're not like immune to their own venom? No, it's incredibly painful. There's no painkiller on earth that can suppress it. It is... <laughs> That's amazing. It is one of the most violent pains you can experience. And the females are just watching like, I'll get the one that screams the least. That's the one I'm going to date. And that's... So, hypothetically speaking, if it pricked itself, would it hurt? I'm More than likely, I would assume so. Again, they're weird mammals to begin with. So I wouldn't even... I can't even begin to go into what's going on inside that body. Because a, a platypus... Are they really mammals? A platypus is just the mammal is the rule breaker in a group of rule breakers. Again, I have a thing against mammals because they broke every rule I ever studied in biology. Like, you, you study every other animal, and then it's like, all right, kids, let's get to the mammals. Burns the textbook. Like, here's the entire book on them and why they're weird. But... Steelix could probably be using that to grasp onto the female. I mean, they are big, strong animals, and you want to try and hold on. Or they could be using it to fight off the males. And I think that's cool either way. I, I think that's a really nice... Or... Or... Or what if it just wants to smile nicer at the ladies? Just, yeah, just... <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that, that smile, that's how they get the... Uh, so it's like a bird. Oh, I didn't think of that. It's like a bird. Like, it's just an extra... What's that? My shiny tooth and me. That's it. It's the t- oh, shiny tooth guy like Oh my god. This has just become the musical episode and I'm totally this is cool the with musical that. Episode. <laughs> my shiny tooth and me. Oh god. But again, he was the only one who had an extra part. Like all the, I've checked again, I checked all of them. All of them. And he was the only one I saw that had extra parts. Now, there were other Pokemon with other weirdness, but the next ones that I thought were really cool, uh, and the other dimorphism you can have focuses not on like the actual getting the girl, but more so how the girl is going to survive because reproduction is a challenge. It's literally you fueling yourself. Worst. Worst. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. From the Sorry, we're all guys. We can't really state it, but like, Reproduction takes energy, and it's one of the toughest things that animals have to go through. But there are two Pokemon in the game which seem to acknowledge that, and that's the Scyther line and the Camerupt line. So the Scyther line has the females having the bigger abdomen. So they're much, they're, they're, their backside is much bigger than the males. And for Camerupt, uh, the females have larger humps than the male. And I, really? I really? didn't say I like big bugs and I cannot lie. Yeah, I hope you said I'm gonna edit that so you says bugs, right? Is it, is it gonna say bugs when I go back and Your edit camera this? ups can't deny. I didn't think so. Uh, so 
with female, we've all heard about the praying mantis and what they, the females. I mean, this musical episode is better than the Grey's Anatomy musical episode. That's very true. <laughs> that is actually, yeah, that's a hundred. What about the Scrubs a, musical episode, though? That was a good one. Dude, that, that Scrubs, uh, that's a treasure. I mean, to be fair, though, so many episodes of Scrubs are musical. Nothing is better than the Buffy musical episode. Mm. <laughs> what? The Buffy the Vampire Slayer musical episode yeah. is great. Oh. It's a fantastic episode of television. I love these tangents. I, I really, tr- I may sound annoyed, but I actually get fans. I really love these tangents. They just go to places I would never. All right, let's continue yeah. on. So, Sorry. praying mantises, the females eating the males. That's like one of the most common jokes to make about them is that the female will eat them. Ugh. And the reason they eat them is actually um for the survival of the babies. Once the male has implanted his genetic material, his job is done. He can just go away. And what the females have found is that they are capable of, um, they get more nutrients for the eggs. So they'll just, oh man, I've now been impregnated. I need a meal for my kids. Hey, he's not doing anything anymore. Eat them. And they are much bigger. They are noticeably bigger. The male's job is to reproduce and run. And so I like how they added that. There's a tiny hint that they added that the females are the bigger, stronger ones. Hashtag sexist mantis. Look, man, he she just wants to provide for her kids. I can as a son of a single mother, I get that. <laughs> that camels she kind of made herself a single mother. <laughs> with, with, with can, camels are less cannibalistic. Can, from as far as I know. How how horrifying would it be if they weren't though? <laughs> Lawrence of Arabia would have a whole new twist to it that you would never see coming. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> but uh, well, so one of the things people don't know about camels is like what the humps are for. They just assume it stores water, but they're fat in their humps. Wait, no. Yeah, it stores. Their, they store water. They're lumps of fat, and the fat. Yeah. Is um there, but in real camels. There's no difference in the hump size between male or females. There are others, like there's certain throat pouches and everything and certain other characteristics, but there's really no difference in the fat content. But in most mammals, the females are going to have a higher fat content because they are the ones who are going to have to produce the offspring. So they're going to need all the energy they can get. That's a, and that's why Sir Mix-a-Lot is happy. Yeah, and that's why. Yes, Sir Mix-a-Lot is happy for the um, reproduction and create and the productivity of the human race. That is entirely why his hit single "I uh, I Like Big Butts" is entirely relevant to this conversation. But <laughs> I can prove it with science. Uh, may. <laughs> Males that assist in child, if there's a species of animal that the male assists in the child raising process, then less fat is needed. There were studies done on multiple mammals to see the fat content differences. And if they were an animal species where the male provided care for the females, in that case. So, guys, we're not telling you to go yell at your wife. No, we're not. I helped out. How dare you? Two of you are married. Come on. What is wrong with you? Wait, who's married? Oh, Chris married? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm married. Two of you are married. Come on, <laughs> seriously? No, it, it's. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I blame all my children at once. That's my parenting style. <laughs> oh God. In any case, I think it's a cool nod to add that to a camel. Again, it's not scientifically accurate. Still neat though. Wait, time out. I'm sorry for the incredible aside, but there have now been two different Gorgeist on stream at the Australian IC. 
and I just want to draw attention to that. Wait, why? Really? It's round four. Two Are different li- teams have had Gorgeist on it. That's hmm. weird. Yes. That's like you should start live live tweeting this. <laughs> I I'm, oh. I'm watching it as we podcast. That's fair. Yeah. He's a great host. <laughs> he's he's good. Yeah, he's he's one of the best. <laughs> best host. But all right, so next I'm in one the on the list. Top four of Pokey Science hosts. <laughs> Statistically yes, speaking, yeah, that is in hundred. That is certainly in the realm of. See, my uh, my survey had you coming in top five. <laughs> okay, so the next <laughs> the next one I wanted to talk about was color changes because that one is a big one too. So Dodrio was the first one I noticed that and it's based on ostriches, and the males have a black neck and the female is gray. I think that's really cool because real ostriches have that change. Like the red-necked ostrich, when it is black in color, whenever you see a black ostrich, that's the male and the gray ones are the female. The, the reason they're called red-necked is because they really, to, really like their hillbillies bonfires on Tuesday night. <laughs> bonfires, trucks, and I don't know, Second Amendment rats. That's, they, like that's them the, pick, they like them pick-em-up trucks. <laughs> they're, they're actually called that because of the blood that rushes to their necks during the mating season but you know oh, guys just dynamaxed i'm sorry i'm just excited about what's also going on <laughs> okay the males um they'll actually have a harem of females and the females will actually make a giant nest to care for it and the females will take turns in protecting them but the color difference actually ha- serves a purpose the females, being their dusty gray, can guard better at night. The males, being all almost black in color with everything else, can just hide on the ground, and they're blending in at night. So they're one of those animals where the male and female work together to actually protect the nest. And the color changes actually help. Okay. And the fact that Pokemon added that in, again, nice touch. Then we have Hippowdon. For no reason whatsoever, uh, change its color to black. Well, that's because that was a generation that introduced gender differences and they were just trying to do something. That, I'm pretty sure they were just trying to show off here. They were just like, one guy was like, I like the yellow one. And the other one's like, I like the black one. And they're like, great, both are in. I, that's what I think too. That, if that is the case, that is some lazy nonsense. Uh, the people in Gen 2 should be smacking these people around. Because yeah, there some aren't male hippos, male hippos are just, they're just bigger, but that's all the difference, right? Yeah. Did Generation 2 really have gender differences? I didn't think it did. Gen- yeah. it's generation 2 or 3. Either way, someone needs to slap these guys around. It was 4. I- I'm pretty sure it was 4. We can all- you can research. As, like, the oldest- as the oldest person here, like I remember when it happened. Okay. I mean, not much, I but I- I'll take your word for it. So uh, if-, yeah. if that's the case, I just think that's lazy. And Don, you're right. The only difference is larger teeth and larger size. Like The teeth are the big one. They'll have much bigger tusks, very similar to boars where they're going to use them to fight off other males and kill several hundred people every year. Again, hippos are dangerous. Please don't go near them. Uh, again, it's very, very weird. They're like more dangerous than crocodiles. Oh, well, my, yeah. Except very, for my it's... boy Gustav. Shout out to Gustav. <laughs> never kill me. What? Wait, what is a Gustav? Gustav, Gustav is, is, the, that, is that a crocodile you the, hang out with? No, but it's this crocodile. I think he's in Burundi. He's allegedly killed like over a hundred people himself. He's super old. He's been shot in the head a few times. Um, he has been like witnessed by like reputable sources killing crocodiles by himself. 
gender differences started in Generation Four. What is the, uh, my God? Why have we not talked? To, what is this thing's name again? Gustav. So basically, a lot. He's like an eighty-five-year-old crocodile. Basically, um, most crocodiles from his generation were killed by poachers a long time ago. He survived, but he's been shot a bunch of times. So now, like, supposedly he hates people, and he's been like witness like drowning, like go, like knocking over canoe of people and like drowning all of them, and then just like not even eating them. Yeah, found him on Wikipedia. Rumored to have killed many a, 300 I mean, people. There's a whale that oh. did that. That's what inspired Moby Dick. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, this guy's just like, apparently was born in like 1955, so he's an angry boomer. Moving on from the... Yes, I'll talk about... Uh, uh, we should have a side podcast where I just rant about things. <laughs> okay, moving on from... Fine. So this is one... Uh, these are the animals that actually use their coloration to attract males and females. They bring the boys and girls to the yard. You unifescent is based on a pheasant. Don, I believe that is uh, it, your unfe- category. Unfaisant. It's French. Unfaisant. That's, that's, that's too fancy for my taste, but I'll talk. It's French. Yeah. yeah so, so pheasants have like very, very like in real life, pheasants are like a really big example of like sexual dimorphism. Um, if you've seen like ever seen a pheasant, there's like the very classic like male ring neck pheasant. There's other species. I think the golden pheasant is the coolest. Everyone should look them up right now. Fellow podcast host. Look I'm up on it. Um, they're really cool. Um but and the females are very, very like brown and drab. Um and the male Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Ooh. It looks yeah. Looks like a pinata. Yeah, and the males like uses his feathers to, to like one like show other males that like he's around that they should like step off of like his territory, and to also like advertise to like the ladies that he's there. Um, and he kind of also serves as like a, uh, I guess like a, like a lure almost or like a distraction for like a predator. Like a predator is going to see him first, and he can like take like run away or fly away before the predator. Um, before they notice like a, a potential like female and young that's cool i didn't oh. even know that i didn't know that last part that's wild that, that there is male female care for those eggs which again in birds it's a hit or miss sometimes the male leaves other times they help so i think that's really cool that's what i've heard at least with pheasants i personally like maybe maybe the males peace out i've heard that that's the thing that pheasants do i can't say that 100 percent though i haven't really like researched it from what i found in my research um it's actually cool that they'll they'll even when they find food they'll call the female over to share it with her so he's literally sharing in the nutrients and he's helping out yeah and I pheasants, think that's neat. pheasants if I, if anyone's ever like spooked a pheasant also pheasant hunting is like very big in north america and they're like a um i think people will call them like a naturalized species they're actually from asia they're an asian animal but they've yes. sort of like introduced deliberately and they don't really seem to do as far as i know i don't think they have any negative impacts to any major degree but if anyone's ever scared of like spooked a pheasant it's a very upsetting experience because they don't spook like they won't take off until you almost step on them so you'll be walking and then the ground will explode an inch away from your foot as like a decent sized bird very like loudly takes off in front of your face Wow. I mean, in the decks, the only thing I got on this Pokemon that matches any of that is that it states that the female has a higher stamina than the male. That would make sense. So that might be, yeah, like the lack of feathers and everything. It doesn't weigh as much. It doesn't drag it around. The one that weirded me out wasn't 
How, what's the French way of pronouncing it? Ou faisant. Ou faisant. Very, very nice. Very classy. Uh, Milotic, if you look at its design, the female ones have the longer hair-like fins and the males have the shorter ones. Now, with oarfish, they're just going to spawn in the water. That's just what they spawn, release their eggs, yada, yada, all fun and dandy. But when it comes to other animals, there are females who will actually attract other males for them. They will actually, um, they will bring it in to the point where the females will have multiple males that they will cavort with, as it were. Uh, in fish, clownfish are a great example of this, where there's one head female, and the female is going to have multiple males underneath her to do the jobs for her. And then the fun part is when she dies, the next male will turn into a female. What was that term again? The Sequential hermaphrodite. Symmetrics. That Sorry. word. That word. Hermaphrodite. Symmetrical hermaphrodite. Yes, they sequential. are. Sequential. 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 Sequential hermaphrodite. As in, in order. And there's like, there's protogynous hermaphrodite, which is like the rarer one that starts female and goes male. I forget the word for like the one that goes male to female. But either, but they're both sequential hermaphrodites, which is just means that they shift from one to the other. Now, there is one other animal I know that the female has a what's called a polyandry relationship. So instead of polygamy, where it's one male, multiple females, it's females, multiple males. And that is the northern jacana, which is a bird that will do the pair bonding mating with multiple males in her territory. So she will have multiple males building nests, and she'll just reproduce with all of them and attract them all to her. So I feel melodic because of the... Oh, the they're like a uh, Galanul-looking sort of critter. Yeah, no, they really are. And again... This game has so many of these weird differences that I didn't get a chance to cover. There's Venusaurs and the fact that they have a seed on their backside. There's all the different color vary, there's the different gender variations with Indeedy and all that. I think it's, I, don't, I wanted to do one on the subtle ones because I think those are the ones you don't really notice. So the next time you get a chance, look at the gender differences in your Pokemon and look male or female and see it's not just color. It's, a lot of things go into this game, and Colin, you say it better than us. Yes, these games have hidden actual meanings in them, and I think that's really cool. It- and let's not forget the greatest uh, difference in in the Pokemon, which is that the female Pikachu's and Eevee's tails are heart shaped because it's about yeah, love. It, it's all about love, or at least getting there. It's at least it's at least getting to the point where you produce offspring. That is the most neutral stance a biologist can make. <laughs> Okay. It just all right. So we had more stuff, but we're gonna have to wrap this one up because it, it's getting there. But it's, uh, yeah, it's getting. Yeah, let's let's wrap this wrap this up. We talked enough about love. All right, guys. So um, for this ending one, uh, we are gonna take this one a bit seriously because we do have one update I wanted to add. Some no, of you are my friends who listen. A lot of updates. <laughs> a lot of updates. And again, we'll. If you don't, it, we'll, we'll put an announcement on our Facebook and Twitter if no one gets to the end of this. We want to make sure people know. So we'll for me, it. yeah, eventually. I So first off, this is not a I'm leaving the show thing. Just going to get that out of the way. But um, I accepted a job opportunity a few months ago to go teach English in Japan in a city called Hamamatsu. And I am Yay! very excited. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very excited. It's a new opportunity for me. He's going to start love mailing working. me Japanese candy now, right? <clears throat> I mean, if you pay for the shipment, yeah, sure. <laughs> Sounds good. But I think it's, um, it's, I love working with animals. Working with animals and teaching people is the career path I want. 
But I'm thinking this is like, what do they call it in anime? It's like your training arc where you go off, get a new skill, and come back oh, stronger. This is your avatar quest? This is my avatar quest. Are you gonna going to go like meet your four bending masters and like get really good now? I mean, I just need to get the teaching experience in a classroom so people take me seriously. I, apparently, being a bombastic goofball who knows almost every animal on the planet in some regard isn't good enough. So I just have to try harder. So... Yeah, I'm not leaving the show. That's a job. We do have some plans, and you have all those written down. I do. I have a lot. So, (laughs) yeah, big changes here. Um, I guess, first off, we're going to have new episode formats. So every month, the goal is going to be, and we're going to try our best to stick to this, is going to be two episodes, two normal episodes, uh, one mini-sode with veteran Lucas here, Yo, one to two videos with cameraman Chris. We haven't been posting a lot of videos of his yet. Um, he has. We've gotten to see it. Our group have seen the work he's done. We were satisfied with it. That's why we brought him on board. So I think you guys are gonna like it, though. Um, I mean, you're, you're either gonna like it or you're not. I guess. I guess that's that's what it is. You're either gonna like it. That's showbiz. Either or, way, or you like... won't. But I, I I think he does a great job. Um, and. Lucas doing his little mini thing that we've discussed and set up, I think is going to be great. Um, uh, that's step one. Step two is we're going to have a new cast format <laughs> because Don and I decided that the two of us being left alone would be pretty disastrous. <laughs> I agreed with that. I might be fourteen. Th- I might be fourteen hours away from you guys, but like, yeah, uh, I love it's, y'all to death. But it's, no, I think it's only eleven. I'm pretty sure, actually, eleven thirteen. What? It's one of it's a double digit number. No, Point I think is, it's eleven because Beijing's twelve. Yeah, Point, love you both to death, but no. Well, yeah, I mean, so that's going to change kind of the role I take in the show, regardless. Anyways, um, but our new cast format's going to be different. So in the two regular airing episodes, we'll have two different formats. One will be a guest interview which I have been busy beyond belief setting up interviews. We actually have, I think about, I think we're at seven people now. That How I have many? To, seven that I have to start scheduling. Dang, son, you have been busy. I have. I just got to let you do your work because you do good work. I have. I've been working hard. I got I, I got a couple of social science people. I got some physics people, a mathematics person. I oh, have physics been, thing. That's the physics I'm glad about because everyone wants to know the physics of would this kill me? Would I this have kill me? Like, a neuro guy who does research on animals. Uh, that's going to be really cool. Yeah, I've been working hard to get all this because I think the interview episodes are, 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 are good for all of us. And then the other thing that we're going to do some of our guests from the past and possibly we may extend the offer to other future guests. We're going to have each month and then we will have one guest host, depending on the topic we're discussing, we'll determine who we invite. So guests that we've had on previously that we've all liked and felt were a good match for us, uh, will come back and they will be on our regular episode. That will be kind of like this one where we discuss a topic. And we thought this was a good way to bring people on board, have a more diverse uh, knowledge pool to pull from. And it also is going to let us do more with uh, kind of uh, do more with uh, conventions, which is another thing on our list. (laughs) 
Uh, Don and I are actually applying to do all the conventions that Lucas typically would do on top of all the conventions that I have done and that Don has done with me. So we are going to try to pick up the slack and still keep the show present at other conventions. Um, and by having these other hosts, we're going to invite them to come with us too. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, I got, I got a few more points. <laughs> we also have new branding as we've been talking about. So the pokey sciencing will be coming pretty quickly, pretty soon. I've been in contact with a lot of designers. I have to finalize who I want, but we're going to have a new logo, which is going to be really cool. I've designed kind of the idea behind it. I think you guys are going to like it. Lucas helped me come up with the idea last year. Uh, I think you guys are going to like it. and I'm pretty excited for it. And then we're going to have new merch because, uh, you know, Lucas, I actually did find out when I went to buy the girls tea public clothes as they were on sale this week that like all the Pokemon stuff that had any resemblance to like the original pictures were, was taken down. So, so yeah, two scoops is the only one alive. Yes. Yeah. yeah two it, scoops. It wasn't just, but it wasn't just us. Like Nintendo had like a big targeting thing. It looks like mm. but I, I the, mean, new, the, the new merch won't have that issue and it won't have that risk, which is nice. Um, we also are going to have new Patreon setup. We will have um, extended, uh, episodes like kind of like we're doing with this one where there'll be an extra segment that we'll be posting uh don will be putting more teams up him and i talked about that and then we're going to try to get extra small like video clips from chris he's talked about that as well um because we appreciate what you're all doing and part of what you're doing it ties into the next thing as our network grows the network itself is actually going to extend into advert uh bringing on advertisers uh, which will help fund the network essentially and help fund the shows. And since you Patreon guys have helped fund our show, part of what we're going to do then instead is we're going to take some of that money and Don and I are going to use that to actually come to conventions near you guys. We're going to let you guys start picking conventions. Not right this second. Um, it's going to take us a few months. Hopefully by the end of the year, we'll be able to do the first one. Cause again, we have to put away money for this. Uh, but that is our goal, then, is to start using funds from Patreon to actively fund us coming and doing conventions. Do you we think we like- could get some of that Raid Shadow League Legend money? Or, like, that Blue Apron money? <laughs> Blue Apron money. I want that Blue Apron money. <laughs> Blue Apron money. I'm telling you, I just want, you know what, I will settle for Audible. Oh, <laughs> uh, Audible or, oh, NordVPN. Let's just go that one. Let's just Nord- go that route. <laughs> Feel like trading Pokemon indiscriminate of the government? Vote NordVPN. <laughs> Don't want the FBI to know about your level 99 Mewtwo. NordVPN. And while your games are loading, oh. which they don't really have a load time, you can play Raid Shadow Legends. Or whatever it's called. <laughs> Followed yeah, by a hearty meal know, by Blue Apron. Uh, again, and I know it's going to be jarring when we do eventually switch over to that. And I apologize to people. Um, it's a network thing. We all agreed upon it. All our shows voted on it. I think it's for the best. Nothing big, nothing intrusive, but it, it changes and it allows us to grow because we're reaching our third year here in the show. And <laughs> I'm so happy to have gotten to meet you all and got to be friends with you. And uh, you, you know, when you come back to Florida, I'm going to come visit. <laughs> and be, you know, uh, 
I've been happy with, with what we've developed. Genuinely, I was just, you know, I've been excited because most of the fans interacting in our Discord for the network have been our fans. And it's been cool hanging out with you guys. And it's been great going to conventions. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm happy. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I bet you the first few episodes of me and Don alone are going to be awkward as crap. <laughs> yeah, I don't episodes... know. Through... That D&D thing at the end of the last one, brilliant. Had me laughing when I was editing. Well done on that one. I mean, because... well, the, but like the first few episodes of you and me were awkward as crap, too. Oh, my, yes. <laughs> they were terrible. So I think it's one of those things that we're going to grow. Give it give it a little bit of time for us to adjust. Um, I just want to tell you, Lucas, that all of us are going to miss you. Um, oh, that's the beauty of this, Matt. I'm not really gone. I, I have know. the internet. It's, I, that's, again, I know. y'all... I know. This but, to, but, this... but our normal record times are going to be your work time. I know. Yeah. It, it's, it's a thing where we're I... We're going to do our best to find times to fit you, but... Of course, of course. Again, my goal was when starting this was to have a creative outlet. I had ideas. Nobody wanted to hear them at my work and I wanted to express them. And this is what I'm doing. And now I didn't think we were going to get a video guy and multiple guests and neuroscientists. I just wanted to teach people about Pokemon and about the real world, because in my mind, the real world is more interesting than Pokemon. Always has been, always will be. And I wanted people to see that. And I think I'm accomplishing that. I'm getting people to look up and bring up weird animals. And yeah. I think that's cool. And I'm glad that people take some joy in it. And I'm even glad for the people who are critical of us and say we're not because it gives me a chance to grow and pick up too. I barely knew how to edit sound when I started this. And now I can do the whole thing really quickly. <laughs> again, uh, I'm not looking forward to having to do sound editing again. Oh, don't worry. I'll run you through a gauntlet. I'll teach you I, how it's I, done. I, I know. I know how. I just. Uh... Okay. But either, either way, this <laughs> is something I've. I could never dream of doing it. And again, this is not forever. I'm not going to try. I'm tr my plan is not to stay in Japan forever. I am coming back. I'm going to work my way to the aquarium. You all GPA. watch. He, Lucas is going to finally meet some nice girl. <laughs> Dude, okay. I am a mildly overweight gaijin. Like, how many of those walk off the plane? Let's be real here. Like, they. Well, well yeah, but you're you, man. You're, when I Give went to the Japanese consulate, I saw three weebs walking out of it. That was my, I kid you not. <laughs> Literally wearing like anime shirts. I'm like, guys, come on. They see this enough. Leave them alone. In any case, yeah. this goodbye is going on forever. So yeah, thank dude, you guys hey, so much. Seriously though, good luck. Um, I guess the, the, the only thing I want to tell everyone is that like the reason we were rushing to get this episode is the, the 29th year, Lucas will be on our Discord. Um, I have a party that night, so maybe I'll try to stop in if I'm coherent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, this Saturday um, I'm but, going... But, but, but yeah, the Saturday 29th, Lucas will be on our Discord for our network's first Ask the Show Night. Um, he'll yep. be the first guest, and you can come ask him anything. So this will be the last time to really interact. Yeah, just ask me random nonsense. I ask it to keep it appropriate, but it probably won't be. <laughs> especially if Never i'm at is. a party <laughs> yeah i know no it won't in any case this has gone on long enough right, thank dude. you so much guys thank you everyone please thank you tell your friends all right 
Bye, everybody. Thank you.